your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. What's going on? Welcome into episode of the Ask Level Podcast, episode numero 39. I thought about trying out my Spanish there, and then I, uh, I balked. I'm like, nope, that's, it's been a while. So you want to give it a go? What's 39 in Spanish level? Uh, 20 y nueve. 20 y nueve. 30 y nueve. Yeah, you went 29. See, I, that's why I balked on it first. <laughs> fumble. Yeah, fumble. fumble. That's Chris Lovell. I'm Choice Woodman. Uh, we'll have a fairly quick, quick, brief episode for you this week. A couple of topics we'll dive into and uh, send you along your way. Um, tech football related, a little bit of baseball conversation and the world of realignments is it's buzzing at least so we'll we'll get into those things here today lovely had a good week so far yes uh it has been a good week i know this is a stressful time for a lot of uh, people out there uh with with kids or teachers yeah. or just uh, if you're a college kid or a professor just whatever anybody relating to anything with a school uh, right. is the is the old academic year kind of is either already wound down from a college standpoint or about to wind down from a high school standpoint so graduations going on and all kinds of things so hopefully everybody has a, a good kind of wind down process i know it's, it's stressful but uh yeah anyway so we're, we're, we're certainly uh pulling for everybody out there so good luck with graduation or yeah. whether it's first grade graduation or mm-hmm. eighth grade graduation or you're graduating from high school or whatever it may be so no doubt about it Giddy uh, up. giddying up uh we'll move <laughs> into tech football first the hype train's starting to roll for texas tech football and I, I we're still early very early but this is something we haven't seen in lubbock texas in a while and that's this being national attention and quite a bit of it towards Joey McGuire's program. Uh, This week alone, we saw Brett McMurphy um, toss out his, I think he calls them the never too early bowl projections. So McMurphy used to work for ESPN. He's now with the Action Network, but never too early bowl projections. And his bowl projection had Texas Tech playing in a New Year's Six Bowl, the Cotton Bowl against Alabama. So that got some buzz around here, a little bit of hype. And uh, that's a good thing. We saw CBS Sports also put out an article of the uh the the dark horse contenders for the national champ or for the college football playoff from each conference and he used texas tech for the big 12 on that one so we're there's it's not a very well kept secret about texas tech right now that 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 there's some buzz hype whatever you want to call it that this program could be pretty good this coming season yeah, I, I think uh, I think there are plenty of skeptics uh, still uh, there. I think uh, I think though that you're not necessarily gonna sneak up on anybody though, um, yeah. and I think uh, I, I think though that you're kind of become have become a trendy conversation uh, because I think people think you'll be very relevant. I mm-hmm. think some people are you're going to be brave enough to say um that's like Brett McMurphy like I'm going to I'm going to put pen to paper and I'm sure. going to I'm going to you know cuz I mean he'll get some credit if if that happens he'll be like called it back in May 
And there's, yeah. there's plenty of people that are like, what, what, what is he thinking? Like, what is, what is he doing? And, and I certainly get that. I just, it, it's been funny to see kind of some of the reaction and like, even from your, your own fan base, because right. I think some people, they really like it. Uh, they are embracing it. They're like puffing their chest out a bit. And then I think other kind of a segment of the fan base is like, Oh no, what are we doing? We're setting ourselves <laughs> up to to fail. I've been here before. Uh-huh, like, Oh uh-huh. man. Like I, I love being under the radar. Well, you, you can't have it both ways, you know? No. So uh, I think uh, Brett is very well respected. I think he's been around this game a long time. I think, you know, this is somebody he's covered this league and covered it nationally and, and all those things. And so uh, I think he sees what a lot of people see in that, in that Texas tech football has a chance. Cause it, it's, it's one thing to say they're going to the cotton bowl. They're going to play Alabama, in the cotton bowl in my early bowl projections. But if you look at it and you kind of dive into what he wrote or what mm-hmm. he, what he picked, he's essentially saying to you, Texas Tech will win the Big 12 Conference. That's what that, he's that's, yep. that, that's what he's – that's the end game. That's ultimately what he's saying. He didn't have any uh, anybody in uh, the playoff from the Big 12. He right. he had 10 Big 12 teams going to a bowl game. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah, which – Out of 14. Yeah, so no West Virginia, no Iowa State, no Cincy – and no Houston. Those were the four that were left out of his projections, but uh, 10 others going to a bowl game and you were going to the quote unquote best bowl game. And, and so you, you would have earned that right by winning the big 12 championship. So he not only says you, you're going to go to Arlington and play for the league title, you're going to win it and you're going to come right back there and play uh, Alabama in the cotton bowl, mm-hmm. what, you know, a month later, I guess right. it, it would be, which would be kind of crazy uh you know is that you would you know get to play back-to-back games in AT&T Stadium that were extremely meaningful uh, mm-hmm. but I, I it's fun man I mean we, we we've 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 been frustrated with the drought over the last decade choice sure. we, we've wanted this uh don't shy away from it I think Joey's if, if if anybody has been responsible for putting this team on the radar or, 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 or saying, Hey, we got a chance. It's the head coach and he's not scared. And I think he'd tell you, if you're scared, go buy a dog, you know I mean? Don't, don't shy away from it. You know, don't, uh, don't, don't, I mean, I embrace it. It doesn't mean you're going to win the big 12. It doesn't mean if you don't win the big 12, that it's been a failure of a season. You're, you're looking for progress. You're looking to be meaningful. You're looking to be relevant and all that. And and I think you can do all those things. So I love it, man. I, I think it's great. I think it dare to dream, you know? Yeah. I think you, you've got a shot and we can keep talking more about it, but I think that's the end of the day choice. I mean, that's, that's really the, you have a chance. Uh, and I think Texas and Kansas state maybe could have the biggest gripe with, with your, sure. your, your pick, uh, I don't I, I the others are are Oklahoma and TCU that I think kind of are in that top tier. Yeah. Um, but I I I I certainly get why you're being talked about the way that you are. Yeah, and some of those odds that have come out in recent weeks, and I know there were new ones this week. Texas Tech is the has the fourth best odds to win the Big 12 uh championship this year. And I think Vegas is not in it to please people or anything. They're in it to make money. So they're setting those odds based on what they, they think it's going to finish at. So, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Don't don't shy away from it because we've been it, – it's been a drought for this fan base. We, we've been thirsting for anything, anything relevant 
mean, this was your the first year this past season was the first time you won more games than you lost in Big 12 play since 2009. So it has been way too long. I welcome the hype. I know there's fans that are a little more pessimistic, but I can't imagine Joey McGuire doing anything but welping, welcoming good positive news about his program or hype or whatever you want to call right. it. But he he's a guy that embraces things like that. So, uh, yeah, fun stuff. It means little to nothing. But, but there is some part of it where college football is – largely based on perception right i mean and preseason rankings can help you out preseason stuff like this can help you out in the long run um if if you're a team like texas tech or you're not relying on a, a helmet sticker that's that's popular or something uh if it came down to it this this is a good thing to it's much better to be ranked in the preseason than not yeah, it, it, it is, and in some ways, it's it's meaningless, and in other ways, it's extremely meaningful. It just depends exactly. on your perception of it. Um, but it, I, I'd much rather be in these conversations, sure, uh, than, than than not, because, and and I I get the people that are excited and embracing it, and I also understand that like yeah, I I get the skepticism, I get the the concern, or like oh please, what we're being jinxed or all that stuff. <laughs> Because the reason like your basketball final four appearance in, in 2019 was so much fun because in some ways it was a bit unexpected. Yeah. yeah. You, you kind of got on a run, you got really hot, you're sharing a conference championship and it's like the, the, the dynamic and your mindset changed from mid January to mid March dramatically and 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 what is happening here is that you're getting an off season full of talk and expectations, and so in some ways, if you don't reach those, you feel like it's a letdown, or right. we we fe- we fell short. You're you're just not there yet. Like you're 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 not in any position to be like to suggest anything other than going to a bowl game. Uh, you know that that's not a failure of a season. I mean. I, I just I think you have to you know keep keep it in perspective, and it, right. but it's okay to embrace the expectations too, man. Heck, it's fun. I mean, I, I mean, those guys are over there. They're going to talk uh, all off season about Big Twelve championship. But guess what? They've been doing that for the last ten or twelve years. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been over there and they break down a huddle uh, when Coach Wells was here, when Coach Tuberville was here, when Coach Kingsbury was here. Hey, Big Twelve champs on three, ready, break. You know that that whole deal. Right. And and you have to speak things into existence. But sure, you do. I. I would say, though, that if you look at your team, and this is why I think Brett McMurphy or, you know, your CBS writer and and people that look at it, like, what are the questions on this team? And that's where you you, you really have to search a bit to Mm -hmm. find the weaknesses or the question marks. I can I can get into the whole conversation yeah, you, you you don't have a proven kicker, and you had a really good one last year. You know, now granted, last year you went into it with a a semi-proven, semi-unproven kicker. Depends on yeah. what your view of that. He ended up crushing it. Gino Garcia may not be asked to make as many meaningful kicks as Trey Wolf was last year. Don't know. Is inside linebacker a, a question mark? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, is offensive tackle a question mark? You you have the same guys back. You moved them around. You know all those things. Is quarterback health a question? It's a fair question to ask. I'm just saying, but you, you're you kind of in the weeds on some of these questions. It's not like you have – like with Texas, 
I think they have one of the best offenses on paper in the country. And Quinn Ewers is by no means a proven commodity. Yeah. But this is a guy that was in the 50s on completion percentage last year. He also had, I think, 16 touchdown passes, five interceptions, some, some semi-modest numbers. He also got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he has unbelievable skill around him. At, look at the NFL folks. They're going to tell you that the tight end and the receiver and some of the offensive linemen, these are these are draft pick type guys. On paper, defense, they have, they have a lot of questions. They do. Um, they're going to replace two stud NFL running backs, uh, and, and have to replace that. I just, I don't, I don't know if Texas Tech has some big glaring question on one side of the ball or the other. It's pretty much just solid sure. everywhere you, everywhere you go look. Um, and I think that's kind of fun. It's like, cause I think you can win games 52, 49, you can win games <laughs> four, 14 to 10. We saw that last year. That's yep. right. That's and that's so. when you, when you have kind of all this balance and you're just solid everywhere that this is what you're capable of. So no doubt now uh, shifting to the much larger bubble of college sports and, and the realignments, there's been a lot of things going on in the last two weeks. Um, Still more, you know, trickling of news out of PAC 12 looks like we may or may not. It sounds like there's a, a deadline. That's not an official deadline of June 30th to get a, a media rights deal done for the Pac-12 kind of, and they've pushed that back and pushed that back. Um, but then the ACC has these meetings this week and seems like there's some unrest in the ACC. And then we learn that they're talking about a, a model uh, based off of performance. So almost like an incentive based model for, for teams in the ACC. So it just seems like, in a lot of places it's it's never enough or you know you if you see someone that's got something better than you you always have to try to aspire to to get to that well and 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 you're you're right it's i think some people it's like fomo you know Mm -hmm. you're left out you're left out of the uh the the party of sorts or like everybody's getting paid and i mean i think the acc you, you can you can sum this sum this up pretty easily in that I think Florida State has has an issue that it, pretty quickly Central Florida will make more money than than Florida State. Yeah, and I think they they they're going. Wait a second, what? <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they they have an issue with that. But they probably um, should. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Uh, whoever negotiated that deal or signed off on it, and guess what? They all did. They all okay. did. Yep. So they can be Hastily. mad about it now. It's one of the dumbest and worst sports deals, really, in the history of contracts not just we can talk head coaches we can talk free agents we can talk uh you know team sales we can talk but as far as media rights goes it's top of the list they're they're pissed off about it and it doesn't even come up to talk about redoing it for 13 more years it's crazy 13 i mean so that's how bad of an agreement this is. And, and it, it also speaks to how ironclad a lot of these like grant of rights, like contracts and, and agreements are in that yeah. they, they like, can, can we break it? Can we, can we get out of it? I mean, you know, so I, I think it's kind of fascinating. Everybody could have told you a year ago or two years ago, this was a terrible deal. And 
they're going to continue to meet on a yearly basis. They're going to continue to tell you how bad of a deal is. Now they're talking about uneven, <laughs> yeah. uneven revenue sharing or incentive based revenue sharing yep. based on if we're, if we're better, we're going to get more of the, uh, the piece of the pie. I don't know. Yeah. It's somewhat fascinating, but they're kind of, they took, they took long-term security they did. at a time where people were really nervous and jumpy and they wanted to remain relevant and then they will it's to, to to a certain extent but you know i yeah i just think it's kind of i think it's kind of funny um and they're not going to break up i don't buy that the acc is going to split apart or that I, I really don't buy that the big 10 or the sec wants any of them either uh even the florida states and the clemsons i just i don't buy it uh I think I think if because if they really wanted to do that and the money was there, I think they would have done it uh, when they when they had the chance. Uh, I think, you know, I think that, you know, USC and UCLA, this is just a year old news. Yeah. You know, it's it's sure. and, and, and the Florida State and Clemson uh, could have could have opted out or kind of renegotiated something of several years ago before they agreed to this deal. So. I just think they'll, they'll coexist. They'll be complainy and whiny and mm-hmm. kind of just take what they can get. And maybe their deal gets ripped up and, and redone. And I don't know. But at a time when the network that's paying them and providing their network is laying off people by the droves. Right. Brett Yormark looks like a genius. Sure he does. <laughs> he, 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 he got to the front of the line and he was very smart to grab while he, what he could, when he could. And I'm saying that. At the same time that I'm, I'm I'm criticizing the ACC for in some ways doing the same thing, and, and you could even say that Brett Yormark got kind of lucky, okay, and that's fine too. Rather to be lucky than good, but um, yeah, I, I don't know, but it's uh, yeah, I'm not really here for the ACC talk. <laughs> so uh, on the realignment front, I, I seem to ask you this question once every month or so, but as of right now, as what you see in the landscape of realignment, do you think the big 12 adds any other teams or announces any adding of teams uh, in the 2023 calendar year? You know, here's what, uh, here's what I'm uncomfortable about, uh, about all of this, not just big 12 related. Here's what I'm slightly uncomfortable about is that if you follow this conversation for a long, long time, and and some of us that have been in in the media and all that stuff, we we we've done this, and and Woodman, you've been a part of that. And I, I just remember going way back to mm-hmm. when this first bomb got dropped. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm literally in a car driving down I-27, going after Larry Scott, not going after him, but trying to follow him, trying to find out what in the heck is going on when he came here to meet with the Texas Tech about uh, <laughs> the pack the pack sixteen and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Is that when when real news has happened? like real news mm-hmm. it's come out of nowhere it just like oh my gosh think about it True. oklahoma and texas was this way like you, you know the 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 a&m brent zwarneman you know at sec media days and it's just like you do a double take and you're like what is going on because it got leaked to a&m and then yeah they they were out of the chronicle and all that stuff it was kind of like a remember where you are kind of thing sure sure Last summer, I was actually in the team meeting room at some function, at a lunch function. I was listening to Joey McGuire speak, and I get the text message, USC and UCLA, deuces, we're out. And you're like, 
you hadn't heard a word no. about it. it just like and in the world where everything gets leaked that's what's so crazy it's like everybody whispers something or something comes out before so when it's crazy that these big pieces of news have been held so tight to the vest and there's been such well-kept secrets so and that's why i say yeah, yeah. we are hearing a lot of chatter we're hearing a lot of possibilities Part of me is inclined not to really believe any of it because that's not how any of this has worked. True. It's just not. Any any meaningful news, it's like very few people have... have I'm not suggesting that Ross Dellinger's uh, article from this past week or, you know, the Max Olson and, and Nicole Arbach and these people for The Athletic and, and, and Dennis Dodd and, yeah. and, and John Wilner and... Uh, was it Casano? I think on Iron West. I mean, they, they've they've often they, they have a they have a readership, whether they're national or regional, that is very interested in everything that they want to say. They want to know tone and context and everything. Sure, I certainly understand that, and they're trying to to fill that void. I just don't know at the end of the day if there's a lot of real meaningful information there that is ultimately going to come to fruition. Now, choice to answer your question to circle back. I do think that your commissioner and, and he's earned the right for me to believe what he has said because so. of yeah. he's been very transparent. He's been very, you know, forthright. Hey, we're going to get a media rights deal done. It's going to be sooner than later. If you're going to be surprised, you're going to like mm -hmm. the numbers. He did it. Um, I forgot some of the other things that he kind of said and promised and, and all those things. He is interested in expansion. He feels this is the best way to go about it. It, it appears that, the stakeholders and the shareholders and all that are interested in it as well. Again, if it makes sense, the, that's where the rubber meets the road though, is like, okay, can we get ever what we want? Can we expand, but also do it with the people that we want to do it with? And there's probably a, Hey man, we're, we're just not, we're not taking SMU. We're not taking San Diego state. I know you right. want to expand. This doesn't make sense. I do think though, at the end of the day, I don't know if it's 23, but, but yeah, you're, you're going to add to your league. I don't, I don't, I don't for one minute believe that you're going to stay at, at 12 members mm -hmm. long, long term. Yeah. The, I agree with the, you. Yeah. The gray area though is, <laughs> is the, cause I think there's options A, B, C, D, E, and maybe it's four years from now, maybe it's next week. Uh, but, and maybe it's basketball heavy, maybe it's regional heavy. Maybe yep. it's revenue heavy. There's all kinds of different things. Because, I mean, we've been introduced to UConn now as a possibility. It's true. And and I think, uh, to me, you're only talking UConn or the UNLVs of the world if, if you're just out on the Pac-12 options. That's mm -hmm. the only way you get to those other options. But I bet he's willing to add those as opposed to just nobody. But I, only only he or or that group knows that. So yeah. TV partners start, also have a yeah, big yeah yeah. Sorry for being long winded, so. but oh, all good, all good. Uh, real fast to wrap up a uh, big big piece of news. Big if you're a baseball fan, nil Matador Club. This is the third team wide deal that we've seen at Texas Tech. So really, Texas Tech has kind of been the trailblazers for this first or one of the first schools to do this team-wide deal type of thing. Um, and this is pretty big in the baseball world level because uh, this is a sport that doesn't get full scholarships. Uh, you're at 11.7 scholarships for 39 guys on your roster. So I think this is a huge deal. 
uh, and can be really big for recruiting for for Tim Tadlock and company. Absolutely. Um, and, and and you'll get another locker room agreement fairly soon. Uh, men's basketball, which was kind of a treated separately last year because of yeah. some of the, the the big deals that they did, and, and there was no. I mean, because some of those kids over at basketball got paid extremely well. Crazy uh, yeah. Others, others got nothing. Yeah. And and I think uh, with all these locker room deals, it's like, hey, we're just going to do this for you. This is a baseline. If you've got something extra or there's interest in you, knock yourself out. Go do it. And we can yeah. help facilitate all those things. But, yeah, I, I credit people like uh, Cody Campbell. I credit people uh, and, you know, Mark McDougal and Tim Culp and, and a lot of your, your, your regents uh, and, and, and folks that are spending their time and effort and kind of helping organize. You know, we, we've had – you know, we, we've tried to help the Matador Club on RedRiderSports.com, you know, like, hey, because they, they they want the everyday fan and they yeah. want the big donor too. And they sure. want this to be a fund that is a, a sustaining, self-sustaining fund over the years, like long, big picture. And yeah, you, you, you've you handled your football program, got a lot of uh, ink there. And then you yep. did Lady Raiders and now you've done baseball, but you're going to do men's basketball as well. And I think ideally you'd love to do every program on campus. That's not probably realistic. Sure. Um, you know, a lot more, a lot more people giving up their Starbucks per month uh, or, or, you know, how <laughs> pretty they well. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey man, for just two cups of coffee, you too can, uh, you too can sponsor one of our athletes, you know, it's <laughs> um, like, a... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like oh, I'm yeah. trying to save an animal yet. We're trying that's to, exactly what we're trying to like, NIL yeah. a first baseman here. So, uh, NIL yeah, first baseman. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, but it, but it does help. It, it does help coach Tadlock. I think it, 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 it does create a situation where it gives you a competitive advantage Sure. Similar to what it does with Joey McGuire. Mm-hmm. And to me, it helps you with with depth as much as anything. It helps you with the fringe right. players. Like the, man, we're kind of trying to fill out a roster. We don't have a lot to offer up, but we got it. We can offer this, you know, yep. and like it, it, it's kind of like with Joey, it's really helped. Like Reese, uh, what was his name? Uh, Reese Burkhart. Is that right? Uh-huh. The kicker from yep. UAB. Yep. Prime example. I'd be willing to bet you that it, that that NIL opportunity. I guarantee you, he's probably tapping into that. It probably broke a tie. I can go sure. here, 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 or I can go here and and look what's uh, you know. And it's not a big chunk of change. What are that with a football was what twenty five thousand? Yeah, yeah. I mean, n- but not, that not works that, essentially as an extra scholarship. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And I think uh, I think that that some of those things really really help. Uh, you know, yeah. on, on the fringe or the back end of your roster to break some ties to help you get more quality depth to get more guys in here, you know, uh, and all, and all those things. So I, I, I love it. I, I think you credit a lot of people for being involved with it, trying to do it right. Um, it's a tax write off. It's, it's, yeah. they want, they want the small donor, the big donor, whatever. I just think it, it's, it's really been kind of fun to watch it materialize. Cause you've got really smart people that care uh, trying to do it the right way. And I think sure. you're right. Texas tech is kind of a, yeah, in, in some ways, you're right. They're a market leader there. Yeah, big big stuff there, for sure. Well, that's it for us today. Appreciate you, you hanging out with me for a little bit. Hey, man, enjoyed it. I uh, hope everybody uh, had a good weekend. I uh, hope everybody, if you got graduation stuff coming up uh, this week uh, or finals or whatever it may be, good luck. Stay yep. sane. For sure. Don't try to, don't try to cram, you know, a little study. <laughs> uh do do a little studying a lot you know and you don't have to to do do all that uh at the same time and stay up till 
three in the morning sucking on energy drinks or anything like that. So anyway, good, good luck to everybody out there, but uh, Woodman enjoyed it, man. Keep hope well, alive. Wise advice there for sure. We'll do it again <laughs> soon <laughs> for Chris level. I'm choice Woodman. This has been the ask level podcast brought to you by double T 97, three. You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T 97.3.